iRadio 76 proudly presents the 515 Show with your host, John Sarver. Who's at the 515 door today? All right, we'll fill you in on a lot of stuff. What's happening is that, you know, our, our um, season begins in Onondaga in just a couple of weeks. Yay, team. Go out there, go see some drag racing, go broadcast it to you from your friends here at CKWI Radio 76. Um, but we're going to do, <laughs> to say the least, it's been an interesting winter. And so what we thought was we were in production, and we said, you know what, wouldn't it be kind of cool if we just go to see a local wrestling show? And, uh, yeah, I mean, just to go get our, our yay ass out. And we did. So we looked all over the place, and we um, said, you know, screw the WWE kind of crap. We don't want that. We don't want the Hollywood junk. You know, we want the actual wrestling wrestling. And so um, we looked around. And the fun part was that we, we, um, sure we can. And so we, we found this thing called Clash Wrestling, this thing, this this uh, group called Clash Wrestling. And we called up the, the gentleman yesterday, and we've had an awful lot of fun. And we can't wait to hear more about what's going on with, with the Clash of the Future. So I do believe we have uh, Jeremy Jones online. Jeremy? This is me. How are you? Dandy. Good. Let us talk and see exactly. Do we have somebody else with you? Uh, we do. Uh, this is my the voice of Clash Wrestling, Matthew, David Priest. Hi, David. How are hey, you? Hey, how's it going? Good. All right. Going so, excellent. How's everyone going out there in the world today? We, we wanted to make sure that we got the differentiation between the voices there so they know who's talking. Now, here comes the fun part. As we were saying a little bit on mic, that uh, we can't wait to see this. This is going to be a blast from our side. I know that we're bringing um, a lot of uh, management's going to be with us. We're going to be like six or seven people are going to be with us that day. Um, So we're probably going to have, we'll be the ones that will be throwing the chairs into the ring. You know, we'll be the ones with with the uh, tin garbage cans being thrown into the ring. Well, hell, we'll probably throw some people of ours in there with them. Probably put the intern in there. Tell us about Clash <laughs> Wrestling. Tell us how it started. Anybody? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, Jeremy, uh, I guess I'll take that. Uh, Clash Wrestling, it started um, back in 2006. It was a... Uh, uh, you know, a couple guys that got together started coming up with this concept for for you know trying to trying to change the wrestling business up from on a local level um, and and trying to kind of go our own route and finally it was January of 2008 um, where we had the very very first class show seize the day one um, that was in Taylor Michigan Taylortown Trade Center um, and then you know here we are 14 plus years later still wow. going strong and Back then, Jeremy, you can probably speak a little bit more to it, but we were, you know, we were running three, four shows a month for most of 08, most of 09, and then, you know, you just kind of, you know, we had a few guys getting some exposure out there, getting some talent. They start, they start traveling the country for wrestling, so then Clash, you know, like the, the people who are running it and, you know, our, our core group of guys back then really were getting that mainstream exposure, so getting those opportunities... Uh, you know, unfortunately, Clash goes back to maybe twice a month, and then it became a monthly show for a long time. And you know, in the last couple of years, especially with the pandemic, you know, we're kind of looking to just put on shows, the biggest shows we possibly can, um, and, and maybe not putting them on every single month and desensitizing the product, but making Clash a must-see event when we do have it. 
Uh, so if you got to wait two or three months to have it, and maybe we do six shows a year or five shows a year, but we're going to make those five shows the best wrestling shows in the Southeast Michigan we can possibly make them. Okay. I mean, when you said that, that you want, you know, you were looking to change things around. I mean, how were you looking to change things around? At at that time, um, you know, the, the local independent wrestling scene in Michigan, um, it was it was a kind of the same the same group of talent on all the same shows. So you would have, you know, your, a week there'd be a show every week, and some other companies call letters, whatever they might be somewhere and they but it would all be like the same kind of guys and they would some guys would be like a good guy uh, uh the first week of the month and then you go <laughs> 20 miles across town and then he's a bad guy on that show and you get some of the same fans going <laughs> exactly it was, it was confusing it was it was uh it, it just, i mean it was good exposure for the talent because the talent's going out there and they're just trying to work their characters they're trying to do their thing and that's kind of what michigan independent wrestling just independent wrestling across the country is is whatever the promoter wants you to do, you do. When you've got four or five promoters in a small little area and you're using the same talent on all the shows, well, fans decide to go to multiple ones. They're seeing the same thing and then, you know, it kind of, you know, exposes the business in a way which we're all trying not to do. So when Clash Resin came in, it's like, we're going to use fresh guys that no one else is using. We're going to, you know, we were really young at the time uh, when this thing started up. Uh, real youth movement, putting some fresh blood out here and then taking guys from Chicago in Cleveland and Indianapolis and all over, you know, the, the, the states nearby and then reaching out to some guys up north um, who who got their break in Clash Wrestling and they weren't getting really bookings in the Detroit area and then they get put on the map. And, you know, the two guys that come to mind from up north that had their first matches with Clash Wrestling was, uh, he, he they both wrestled in Impact Wrestling recently, Jake something and uh, um, Hakeem Zane, who wrestled as like, really, really, Rahit Raju, and he's part of the Dazzy Hit Squad there with Impact Wrestling. So those guys had their very first matches in the Detroit area for Clash, and they lived up in like the Saginaw area, and they couldn't get anywhere. So bringing those types of talent to this area and giving them a chance to get that exposure really helped propel their careers and get seen by other promotions uh, in Chicago and Cleveland because we were using talent from there. Wow. I mean, we saw there was some stuff up in Cadillac. We saw stuff that was up in Kalkaska. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, there, there yeah, seems... Yeah, Mr. Chainsaw up there is a great promotion. They're they're real red hot right now up in Kalkaska. Kalkaska. <laughs> <laughs> I got gas yeah. once in Kalkaska. I mean, we filled up the tank with in, in Kalkaska. I, I wouldn't think Kalkaska being a hotbed... You know? No, but the nice thing about that is there's not it's not overexposed. So <laughs> you get you, you get the people from you know Traverse City. It's like oh we're gonna have one big wrestling show a month, and it's people big wrestling fans up there. They can come to this one show because there's there's not a ton of promotion. So if you want to see wrestling, there's one place to go, and uh, they're they've been bringing in a lot of talent from all over themselves. So they're they're doing a great job up there. I, I got to give them that props. You know, they've been around a long time themselves, and uh, they're really hitting their stride and making a name for themselves up there. But, Jeremy, how long have you been with Clash? Uh, since the beginning, sir. All right, so when you, I mean, are you the, I mean, the the pioneer of Clash? Well, it originated with, uh, I guess we would say two other promotions at the time. Uh, a couple of friends started together, and, you know, I jumped on board, and, you know, I just kind of helped that out for a little while, and then I just happened to just 
they passed the torch to me pretty much, and we've been running ever since that happened. But not a lot of people sit around at the McDonald's and say, hey, you know what? We should start a wrestling business. Okay, let's. You know, how hard could this be? <laughs> uh, it's, it's interesting. I mean, we, uh, I mean, I guess you have to have love for the business, really. Uh, we've uh, poured many weekends where we just, me and one other guy were moving the ring by ourselves into a U-Haul, moving, moving it to the next location, next location. And then I think I, you know, I'm 34, but I think in reality I'm like 80 now, so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we, we know that late-night gig kind of thing. You know, I mean, do do people, wrestlers, knock on your door and say, hey, look, I'm available, here's my resume? Do you look for people online? How does that? How does the talent flow work? Uh, I mean, I, we, do, we get some of that. People do send uh, resumes out to me uh, a lot. Or, you know, I do, I do a lot of scouting. I'll go to other shows. I'll, you know, I'll just travel the Internet and see what I can find. And if I like them, I'll book them. Well, I mean, I'm always willing to give someone a, a shot, you know. I mean, where do you find these? I mean, can you go to obviously other independent wrestling things and then go out to the side and say, "Hey, dude, we are lady. We've seen you wrestle. We thought that's kind of cool. Why don't you come with us?" I mean, how do, do you got to go through management? How does that work? Nah, I mean, you can. Um, I mean, if you go to an event, you can just let the promoter know that you're there, and you know, if he invites you in the back, get invited to the back, and you can talk to Talon or. Just view their Facebook, you know, scout talent that way. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty tight-knit community. I, yeah. was, I was going to say, is there, like, hard feelings if you try to, I mean, is it like NBA tampering? You know, when you go, <laughs> <laughs> we see that, that you're wrestling with these other guys, but we want you, Psst, come on over here. No, um, I, I mean, there have been times and instances where, um, you know, you, you get the you get the clash, no pun intended, between some promoters. Um, so it's just a running dates or running you know cities nearby, and you know they want to use a talent that you know you're using, and it can get a little muddy water sometimes. But the last few years, everyone is all the promoters locally and around. I mean, we all they all, they all talk to each other. I can't speak for all of them, but I know that there's like a group. They have like a group on Facebook, or they, where they all can get together and make sure they're not interfering or if there's a, uh, you know, a guy that's been doing really good on one of their shows, they might let somebody know, hey, you might want to give this guy a look, get him more exposure, get him more experience on your show. He did really good for me on my last show or whatever. So it's become a pretty tight-knit community, uh, and there hasn't been drama for years locally. But, you know, some, somebody will come up and stir some things up uh, every now and then uh, by doing that, trying to um, – you know, do something different with the talent, especially if it's a champion. Um, and then, you know, you're going to go somewhere else and, you know, they, they, they're not going to look very strong and you, you don't want that. Wow, that's got to be kind of tough. You're right, because if you do, if you're a wrestler and you do, quote unquote, the Michigan circuit, you know, I'm good guy here, I'm bad guy. <laughs> I'm champion here, I'm champion not there. That's got to be rough. I mean, it's it can't be an easy gig for these guys these folks i mean it's not it's not this is not wwe where these guys travel and you guys travel around in big jets and everything you know i mean with the the, with the catering and stuff and that's why we think it's you know we salute you know independent wrestlers because again it 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 
can't be easy. It's a, it's a tougher gig than being an independent uh, rock band or something because you're not being thrown against the ropes all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's real similar. You know, having a lot of friends in bands and, and seeing how they do firsthand. It's a really similar, um, you know, field. I know it's it's music. It's still the entertainment business. It's still like a gig industry, yeah. uh, for lack of a better word. But um, you know, you, you do have to work together. You have to build those connections with whether it be other bands or promoters or venues or whatever it might be. So it is really similar in that. And um, I mean, I think there's more politics in the music world, <laughs> um, which is hard for me to say than there is in the wrestling world. Yes, the wrestling there world is. is loaded with them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the music world. I mean, like, there's it can get real cutthroat, and that still exists to a degree. But you know, everybody's everybody's coexisting and getting along right now and there hasn't been any reason for uh for any you know cutthroat type business and and you know we want to give especially um you know with, with like clash wrestling and in other promotions we're just trying to give the wrestlers or any talent manager you know ring announcer booker whoever it might be we're just trying to get them noticed and, and get a shot especially pro wrestling in general is in a boom right now i mean you have wwe AEW, which is on tnt and tbs like they're they're like the number two promotion. You have Impact Wrestling, which is on, you know, Access TV. So there's a lot of national promotion out there for this talent to get exposed and make a true living out. It's the NWA ran by Billy Corgan of the Smashing Pumpkins. He runs a wrestling promotion that's on Fight TV through an app, and they're doing really, really big pay-per-view numbers for their events and things. So there's a lot of major opportunities out there for talent and i think on a local level and especially with you know clash wrestling our goal is to give guys an opportunity to get exposed get noticed and get get a look at one of those other promotions and get a chance to get on tv on a bigger stage and, and make a living um on this yeah i mean everything that we saw i i know that <laughs> that we had the cardboard cutout of uh the real chic in the lobby here you know <laughs> Because Mr. Farhat to us was, that was, Detroit Wrestling is Larry, Larry Farhat, is Mr. Farhat himself. I mean, Sabu and all those guys, too. I mean, we kind of oh, yeah. go back a little bit. I mean, because Detroit at one time was a hot spot when you had the big-time wrestling, and then they had this territory. And then when you had real territories before, Vince kind of homogenized everything. And it just, uh-huh. for the for the folks sitting around, yeah, no thanks. And that's why, you know, how hot is Detroit still for the indie scene? Um, it, it's, it's unique. Detroit is very unique right now because Detroit as a city, um, you know, we, we, we look for those homegrown stars and we want to see those homegrown stars and we're very loyal. Um, but until you get there, when you're just cutting your teeth as like a, as a blue collar, you know, promotion, you're putting the work in a lot of times people are like, well, you're just like me. Once you start to make something yourself, then I'll come check you out and I'll pay my money for you. And you, and you may experience all the time, especially in music. So many bands working, 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 and you're only getting 30 people to a show, 40 people to a show. Then once they start to build some notoriety, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, now I'll come see you. You, just, you know, more and more people are coming, so now I'll come. I don't want to be one of the 20, but I'll be one of the 150. I'll be one of the 200. Like, it's 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 a tough market like that. But as far as wrestling goes, um, you know, those mid-level independent promotions do great when they roll through town. Um, and then there's a handful of, like, Clash Wrestling does excellent. There's a couple others that do really, really well. Um, so it, it's getting there. But as wrestling is, is explodes into the mainstream, 
independent wrestling follows. And sometimes independent wrestling is going to tell you, like, you know, five years ago, you could see attendance coming back up on the independent level, and then all of a sudden the TV follows behind it. So it's, it's a, you can see the boom on the independent scene, for especially locally in Detroit because we have a very loyal type of people here yeah. um, in this area. Yeah, it, it's almost, a, and, and again, there's kind of all kinds of different, you know, wavelengths from music to wrestling, too, for the independent scene. If In Detroit, if you give people a good job, I mean, if you really work hard, they'll come back to you. I'll give you the Jay Giles Band back in the 70s, you know, who were a nobody, and then they, they worked real hard. Kiss worked real hard in Detroit, and, and look where they became. What happened now... With with wrestling and especially around here, nobody can. I mean, we'll speak for our place. Nobody can relate to to WWE. I mean, AEW we thought was going to be something great, and it's like, come on, guys. I don't know what the Cody deal is, but all right. Uh, but the the wonderful thing is with the independent wrestler is you have guys who are absolutely defined, and that's what we're going when we go see um, Clash of the Future. I do believe, and that's going to be. This Saturday, <laughs> oh God, we're going to be there early. Um, tell us so we don't boo or yay the wrong people. Who's the good guys? Who's bad guys? Who's champions? What are we to look for? Well, um, you know, right now the Clash Wrestling Heavyweight Champion Jake Christ, uh, he's born to die. He. Um, He's not well liked. He's not well received <laughs> by the fans here of Flash Wrestling. It's, oh no! He, he wears uh, he wears uh, his date Dayton, Ohio. Uh, oh. You know, with a lot of pride when he comes up. He's an extremely talented performer. Yeah. Um, he's been wrestling for you know damn near twenty years since he was a teenager, and he's in the prime of his career right now. He was another guy that was in Impact Wrestling for years with his brother and a tag team, and he's brought you know branched out on his own and really showcase his ability and his skills and fans hate him they don't like him um because you know a lot of it has to do with him being from ohio but also he's he's just not a nice person um, right. he's a, and he's uh he's reckless and he'll do whatever it takes to keep the class championship oh no uh, whether it whether it's however violent he has to be he will go there if uh or if he's got to you know go deep into that bag of tricks from 20 plus years of wrestling experience to uh find a way to get a victory but he is the class champion and uh i believe we have his opponent announced for the show jeremy uh would you like to announce his opponent to be for the class yeah championship yeah his name is ren jones no relation <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the swag champ the swag master um ren jones he has been featured on aew dark he's been on quite the winning streak here in clash wrestling uh, I believe his last five matches he is uh, victorious in. So he's the number one contender. Um, and he's got a very magnetic personality. Fans have really taken to him. Um, and he's become one of our more popular uh, competitors here. So it should be a hell of a main event for the Clash Wrestling Heavyweight Championship. Wow. You know, we should probably ask for for the people that are going to go down to uh, see you guys on Saturday. Where is this going to be? I know it's Allen Park, but exactly where? Go ahead, Jeremy. Uh, it's at the Allen Park Civic Arena on 15800 White Street. That's in beautiful downtown Allen Park. Okay. And pretty much Southfield and Allen Road are the big roads. Yep. Right, right in that corner there. 
So all all roads lead to Allen Park, folks. So don't worry about it. How bad's construction over there? Uh, not too bad in that area. <laughs> yeah. No. It, last 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 show that we had a a closed side street, which caused some some trouble. But now, as of as of uh, right now, there is no construction on Southfield or Allen Road or uh, or the neighboring side streets. So we should be good to go with construction. All right, so now we're going to be there. Parking is where? On Streetside? They got a lot? How does that work out? It's a giant city lot because uh, it's also a service of a hockey arena. It's basketball. It's a big community, you know, civic center. So it's got a big, big parking lot, and then all the neighboring businesses uh, that are facing Allen Road, they kind of share the big community lot. So. Yeah. There's a bowling alley next door that also has a parking lot, so not hard to park. See, folks, so th- this isn't some rinky-dink kind of thing. This isn't you know, where you're going to see some really fine wrestling in a pizzeria or an, <laughs> you know, an old ice cream place on Dix Avenue. I mean, this is going to be, you know, it's fancy. You get a chair. You know, but don't throw them, you know, unless you, you throw it at, at the guy that comes, you know, with Ohio on his bike. No, no, don't do that. Sit down and be nice. Um, all right, so who else do we have on the bill that day? Do we know? Uh, yeah, we will have uh, the former Clash Wrestling Tag Team Champions, Lotus. Good guys or bad guys? In actions. Uh, they're fan favorites. People okay. seem to love Lotus. Uh, they, they were gone for a few years. Um, separated, uh, Juntai and uh, GQ Gavin Quinn is the team name. Uh, the individuals, wow. I should say, Lotus, the team name. Um, Gavin Quinn took a few years sabbatical due to some injuries. Ooh. He just recently came back, joined up with us, uh, you know, reunited with Juntai, so it's great having them back. Um, who else do we have? Jeremy of uh, Top Notch, Jason Hotch, who was the 2022 <laughs> Gut Check winner for Impact Wrestling. Uh, so he's getting, he's starting to make a name for himself. He will be in action. Good guy, bad guy. Uh, Top notch Jason Hotch. He's whatever you want him to be. <laughs> uh, he's, he's only been around. I mean, cool. if you want to cheer him, cheer him. If you want to boo him, boo him. Okay. Um, you know, he's, he's one of those guys. He's, he's new. He's up and coming. He's making a name for himself. So, you know, day of the show, he'll be, he'll, he'll be who he is. Um, I like it. We have another wrestler from Impact Wrestling, Sam Beal, will be in action. Uh, former Clash Wrestling heavyweight champion, James Alexander. He is a top villain. People hate James Alexander. Uh-oh, how he's come? He's one of the finest, finest technicians you will see, and he will let you know that he's one of the best <laughs> technical wrestlers you will ever see. Um, he will also be in action. Um, a big fan favorite people always look forward to is the mighty Karam. Um, he is a six foot two, two hundred forty-five pound. Looks like he could be a middle linebacker in the NFL with his build, and he is a rocking machine of muscle. So everyone loves Karam. Big fan favorite there. Uh, one of the Clash originals and the very first Clash Wrestling heavyweight champion, the Ace High Cameron Sky, will be in action as well. Another Clash original, Mad Scientist Tommy Tresnick, uh, with his. Manager Dr. Wrecking Ball. Yes. Uh, the two of them, not fan favorites at all. Love uh, managers. Be, cool. <laughs> they will be. Uh, they will be hated. Um, the big, big fan favorite here, the Big League Bruce Champion Elk, will be in action as well, defending the Big League Bruce Championship, as they are our main sponsor for Clash Wrestling. Elk. Uh, do we know who else is going to be defending that belt against Jeremy? Well, considering the thing Clash of the Future. 
It is a mystery poem in it that will travel through time from the Ooh. past or future Whoa. to face elk. <laughs> oh, cool. I mean, we're getting pumped already. Man, this is so... Wow, okay, keep going. I mean, we're writing down and the yeas uh, and the boos as we go along. A few more names to throw out there that I'm aware of that are on the show is Damian Chambers. Um, he was a uh, few matches in class wrestling. Uh, fans have really taken a liking to him. Good young up-and-coming talent. And um, a local guy making his class wrestling debut, Dickie Bronson. Um, he's a, a, a street fighter, kind of a throwback fighter, if you will, like the 1920 style hmm. uh, that he's going to be bringing out there. So very good Greco-Roman amateur wrestling base. And, uh, you know, he's, he's, a, he's got the bare-knuckle boxing background as well. So he's as wow. tough as they come with Dickie Bronson. And um, unfortunately, one talent who will not be there will be our class wrestling women's champion, what? Natalia Markova. Um, Jeremy, you might have some more insight on that, but uh, she just doesn't deem that there's enough competition or something. To my what? Opinion. What? Yeah, she's a she's a devil woman. I'll tell you that. Uh, she kind of just shows up when she feels like it. Once I catch her here live at Clash Wrestling, we will have a little discussion about that. Oh no, that can't be! How? What? People are are dying to see her, and now all of a sudden she's getting an attitude. Something must be done. <laughs> That's right. And um, one half of the Class Wrestling Tag Team Champions, um, Joe Coleman okay. uh, from the Halal Beefcake Team, will be there as well. Joe Coleman's traveled the world, the genetic jackpot, if you will. Uh, big, big fan favorite, and Joe Coleman, um, his tag team partner, Eder Zabaham, on the mend. He'll be back in action very, very soon. They'll be defending those championships in the future. Um, but you get Joe Coleman returning to Clash as well. Uh, at Clash of the Future. All right, so now now we got things from the uh, hotline here at CKWI Radio 76. <laughs> and directly from one of our talents that are, are here on the uh, Detroit Sports Authority that you can hear live here at 7 o'clock every night. If you like Detroit sports as much as they do, you'll love the Detroit Sports Authorities coming up here at 7 o'clock. We have one of the gentlemen uh, of the uh, Sports Authority is the on-air talent, uh, Paul Jurek. All of a sudden, pops in. He goes, "Wait a minute! What's this? No wrestling, <laughs> no women wrestling. What?" With a huge exclamation point. All right, where's those women, guys? I believe. I mean, you could correct me if I'm wrong here, Jeremy. But I believe this might be the first show since 2012 that will not, maybe 11, that does not have a women's match um, um, because of Natalia Makova. Okay, we're listening. Yeah, right. All right. Yeah. How can this be? How dare that woman not have enough wrestling? Oh <laughs> no, this this can't be. If we have to drag some woman off of the, off the freeway, someone's going to be wrestling in that ring. You know, there's got to be some decent competition going on here. This cannot stand. You know, and we won't stand for this. How dare that woman be snobby enough and, and look right past Clash Wrestling? Because she thinks she's all that in a bag of chips. Well, we'll get to the bottom of this. I'll tell you that much right now. All right. So, I mean, that's a whole lot of um, matches, man. Phew. Good board. I'm mean, totaling it all up here. I mean, we got enough for all day long. Now, did we see something with a ladder match? 
Yes, there will be a ladder match. Uh, we call it the Flux Capacitor Ladder Match. Show has a little bit of a Back to the Future vibe to it. This is our 14th Clash to the Future. Actually, it's our 12th Clash to the Future, thanks to Pandemic. Uh, 12th Clash to the Future, it's an annual event, and the Flux Capacitor Ladder Match is for it. Uh, the winner gets a Clash Wrestling Heavyweight Championship match, so there could be two participants. There could be four, could be six, could be five. Who knows how many? Could be eight. We had eight people wrestling for it one year. It's uh, it's kind of an open invitation. Who wants to try to go through this grueling ladder match to try to get themselves a shot at the Clash Wrestling Heavyweight Championship? Um, you got to climb the ladder and pull down the flux capacitor, and when you have that in your hands, you're the new number one contender. Amazing. All right, now we're get, get we're getting into it now. See, the, the good thing is, and again, if if you want to have one of our guys, you know, jump into the ring, say anything about Hollywood wrestling, because we think that is so awful. <laughs> I hope that none of you guys or, or ladies go over to Hollywood wrestling. We can't. It is so hokey, and it's such a, you know, in our estimation, so dumb. You know, that's why we're really looking forward to seeing you guys, you know, at, at the um, at Allen Park. Because it's going to be nonstop. Now, tell these fine friends, if you would, Pete, uh, where can people get tickets? I know that we got ours online, and we got the the bonus one where you get four tickets for fifty bucks. But uh, tell the other folks, can can you get tickets and walk up? Can is it just all online? How's that work? Jeremy, I'll let you feel that. <laughs> yeah, you can go to. Uh Temporary site, clashwrestling.godaddysites.com for your tickets online. Uh, they have, we have pre-sale tickets, uh, bundle tickets, front row tickets. You can get them there. Um, if you want to come show up at the show with cash in hand, that's fine, too. We like cash. Uh, those are $20 <laughs> at the door. Yeah, man, and if you get the um, the bonus one, like we said, it's uh, four tickets for 50 bucks. Uh, yes, and you can buy front row tickets if you're gutty enough. You know, because I'm thinking these folks, they're just not going to stand in the middle of the ring. This isn't that hokey crap that you see, you know, with with Vince McMahon and everybody, and, and it's so boring. Here's another big white guy. Here's another big white guy. Who's he, who's what, and who? You know, these guys, obviously, with Clash, I mean, they're going to go for it. You know, and they're going to have to. And evidently, the entertainment value that these guys are really going to work hard for your yay and Hopefully not for your boo, but, um, you know, this is kind of the cool part. If, you, if you're a wrestling fan whatsoever, this is the level where you want to go, especially now after we had a couple of years of everybody had to stay home. Get out of your houses. What are you going to do this Saturday? There's nothing. I mean, yes, you should be at your drag strips. Yes, yes, we know you should be there. However, I mean, it, these class shows do not come on every single week, as I said before. I mean, jump on the train when they come by. And Allen Park is a, a nice place. I mean, we grew up many summers in, um, in uh, Southgate, so we know the area fairly well. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, it, there's, I don't think there's any other... Is there anybody else in the Detroit Territory but you guys? I mean, you don't have to name them, but I, I, I'm thinking this is this is kind of a rare deal. You, you want to see wrestling. Don't go to a little rip-off arena and pay the 50 bucks to park and all that stuff. I mean, Allen Park rocks. <laughs> yeah, bottom yeah, line. There's a, there's a few small, you know, there's a few small promotions as well that run, you know, 
Um, we're the only ones running in a, in a full-size basketball gymnasium. Um, you know, there's some small community center uh, type events that do happen locally, but um, yeah, I mean, Clash Wrestling, we're in a, we're in a full gymnasium. Yeah, and, and for folks who don't know, if you've ever seen shows like this that was like over at a bar or something out there in Westland or whatever, you can't, mm-hmm. you're, you're kind of restricted. You you don't have the ceiling height. You don't have, you're just too packed in. This actually feels like, you know, wrestling like as you want to see it. I mean, it's big enough. You're not going to be feeling the sweat mail. Maybe you are, or the wrestler that's going to come by. But it's it's intimate enough where you can hear things where sometimes there's interactions going on between the wrestler and you the audience you're not going to be up there in tier z you know where they where you have to look at these guys on a screen i mean this is the real deal and for 15 20 bucks i mean you can't see shrek 6 you know you'll see that for about an hour and then go home these guys bell time is at what guys 7 30 7 30 Okay, but they're going to let the folks in when, 7 o'clock? Yes, sir, 7 o'clock. All right, so you, you probably, I mean, if you're coming anywhere from the Northlands and using I-75 or whatever, you, you might want to leave a little bit early. But they can, I'm thinking they can get swag there, guys? Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, they can um, definitely purchase a bunch of different merchandise. Uh, actually, the wrestlers will set up their own merchandise booths, and you can go see them at intermission and get maybe some of their shirt swag and stuff like that. I mean, is there, like, any time, is there um, a, a meet-and-greet afterward? I mean, can you talk to the wrestlers afterward? Do they get in the Rolls Royces and take off? How does that work? <laughs> uh, usually yeah. at intermission that you can, um, you can you know, have a little conversation with uh, the wrestlers. And there's always the Big League Brews after party where we show up and have a good time. And where's that at? Give us more information. That is, uh, that's located on E-Course Road in Taylor, just about a mile down from the venue. Oh, really? That is, yeah. All right, now, here's the story. And I'm thinking, at the at Allen Park, can can folks get Pepsis and hot dogs there, or how's that work? Yeah, there's definitely uh, concessions there. Uh, I think they have hot dogs, chicken tenders, pop, all, whatever you want. All right. Well, they better have Diafago Orange there, doggone it, or else we're hopping into the <laughs> ring with our brass knuckles. Um, good. Because that, that's what we want to do, because people are still hyped up. Now, it's the fan that goes to Clash Wrestling. I mean, are these the guys that are kind of passive, sitting in the seats? Are, are you supposed to scream along? What should, for folks that are going there for the first time, how should uh, how should the fan react, I guess? I mean, we welcome, you know, you, you react however you want to react. I mean, some fans, they come to a pro wrestling show. They want to just kind of sit and watch the wrestling. We love when fans make noise. Though. I have, I'll be out there. I'll be ring announcing the show. And, and I don't really call what I do ring announcing. Me and my, my co-host, uh, Matt Bishop, we're kind of like front men. We're coming out here, and we want you to have a full, engaged experience. Even those fans that want to come here and sit on their hands and just watch good wrestling, don't. We love noise, and we try to get noise out of them as much as possible while we while we uh, while we front man the show, and you know we we are providing the the vocals and letting the wrestlers provide the music. 
Awesome. You know, it, can we hear your play-by-play? I mean, is there a PA system? Do we? How does that work? Um, no, no. If, if must, we're going to be filming for a DVD release. We typically don't do the play-by-play live, but we'll be uh, okay. Um, you know, we could do the play-by-play. We've we've done it in the past, but I don't believe we're going to be doing it for this event. Um, but yeah, you'll be hearing us. He'll be hearing plenty of us between matches, <laughs> before matches, after match. You know, just you know, you'll, you'll you'll hear our voices quite a bit. All right. So now here's a story. You don't. For the folks that are coming, you don't boo the ring announcer. Those are yay people. <laughs> hey, I, I encourage people to react how they want to react. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. I don't like to be booed. No. Um, I, I mean, my wrestling villain days are long behind me. I'm a, I'm a hero now. I, I'm, I shake shake hands and and sign autographs and give high fives to the kids. So kiss babies. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean the heel. Don't go that far. But <laughs> hey. Oh, yes, that's right. I forgot in this era. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's true, too. I mean, really, the heel days are over. And so here we go. You know, this is going to be kind of fun. And and we encourage everybody, you know, because I know that we're going and we're going to make, you know, sillies of ourselves because it's one of those things where and again, how wrestling and music goes together. If the band is playing well, the crowd gets into it, which makes the Absolutely. band really get into it, which makes the crowd really get into it. And you leave that night always saying, man, that was one of the greatest times we've ever had. Now, wrestlers are there not for you to be in a library. You better damn well yell. I mean, it's okay. Don't, I mean, don't get crazy. Don't hop in the ring because you will get hurt, you know. But... I mean, yays, the boos, good nature ribbing, you know, try to be cool about it. But that's what, the more, if the heel comes in and you boo your brains out, then they get it. And then that's what makes it fun. And But the good guy comes out, the baby face drops by, you know, and you yay them to no tomorrow, you know, then they get into it. It's a real definitive good guy, bad guy, good guy, bad guy, you know who to yell for, even if you don't like we are. <laughs> I hope to God we don't screw this all up. I mean, uh, uh, when Top Notch comes out, we want to make sure that he feels okay. So that's that's kind of the thing. The more noise that's in a wrestling place, the more fun it gets. Period. End. This isn't a movie. This isn't a library. All right. So there you go. Uh, yeah, noise creates noise, and I love noise. Yeah. And it's, it's a high ceiling, so it's going to bounce all over the place. And again, you know, it, it's hard gig for these guys to do what they do, but they're there for your entertainment. You know, they probably don't want a big suplex every day, but, you know, you pay your money and you get your fun. And that's, with everything that's going on in the world and stuff, it's time to let loose, folks. And that's what we're doing here, too. And that's going to be at Clash Wrestling this Saturday. Okay, guys. It's going to be where, what time, where can folks see you on Facebook? Uh, it's uh, Allen Park Civic Center on Saturday night, May the 14th, 7.30 p.m. bell time. Get there at 7 o'clock, get your concessions, get your seats, get comfy. We'll be there 7.30 p.m. on this Saturday, May 14th, at Allen Park Civic Center. Go to Clash Wrestling on Facebook. Um, or as Jeremy had mentioned the site earlier, ClashWrestling.GoDaddySites.com. Um, just a quick Google search of Clash Wrestling. Michigan's going to get you there as well um, to help you where you need to go get your tickets. But we look forward to seeing everybody there. Look forward to seeing some smiling faces. But most importantly, 
hearing those loud voices yes. that you have. Yeah, man, and, and we're going to be there, and we'll protect you. If you think that you're going to be silly, look at us, follow our lead, because <laughs> we'll be the ones being extremely loud. Um, tickets are going, too, right now, folks. You ain't going to be the only folks sitting there. You know, I mean, when you take a look at how many tickets are actually flying out, I mean, there's plenty of room for you, but you're going to be sitting there with your, with your friends. It ain't going to be like when you go to, to the old ice cream place and folks are wrestling and you're the only dude there. No, no, the more people that are there, the more fun it gets. And really, Clash Wrestling is going to provide the fun for you. You provide the, the screams. Gentlemen, thanks an awful lot for being with us. No problem. Absolute pleasure is all ours, and I uh, look forward to meet you on uh, Saturday. Oh, yeah, you'll see us. He'll <laughs> 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 be the, the one that, that you guys want to have the security toss out, however. Anyways, thanks, guys. We appreciate it. Right, thank, you. No thank you. See you Saturday. Bye now. All right. I mean, that's how much fun was that? You know, we, we do. It's It's a tough gig. And I'm telling you, a lot of these guys obviously have, uh, hopefully, maybe have second jobs. So they're doing the Monday through Friday gig, and they, they do this stuff. But it ain't easy, friends. This is one of the hardest things to do. And if you've been in a band, and they put you in the corner by the bathrooms or something, I mean, they can tell you some pretty awful gigs. But these guys sound like they have it together. You know, at Clash Wrestling. Again, we can't wait. I know it's going to be myself. It's going to be um, our now director of special events. Sue Martin will be there. Uh, the big guy will be there with us. Uh, we have, He just got out of, of foot surgery, and so it's like, well, let's brighten the day and let's go. And we'll go see uh, Greg Parham will be there. Six foot seven, three twenty one. You know, could have started his uh, career with Diesel, but he decided that he wanted to be um, the bodyguard or whatever that is at Cobo Arena was more his gig. So he'll be there. He'll be there. Um, oh, yeah, I can't miss Polly. You know, Paul will be there with us from the Detroit Sports Authorities. He'll be dropping by and saying hi. It's going to be a fun time. I mean, and, and the interns, let's see who we get going today but it's just look folks you know who the good guys are you know who the bad guys are it it's now time yell scream this is one of the very few times where you can yell scream you know boo but don't get weird you know what i mean it, there's some folks that kind of take it a little bit too far uh, that's okay you know bring your grandmas bring your kids you know it's it's going to be for even that ladder match and stuff it's tough to be a local um, local promotion. They don't have all the resources that, you know, everybody looks at a WWE and they look at um, an AEW, they look at an Impact, they look at a TNT back, back in the day, you know, ECW back in the day. Um, big time wrestling, not even that back in the day when it was territorial. The cool thing is that we like here at CK is that this seems like it's, it's micro-territorial. Back in the day, there were folks, you know, that were down in Texas. They owned that part. If you had the Cornette folks, they had Smoky Mountain Wrestling. You had um, the folks up in, in um, oh, God, I forget the gentleman's name that was down in Texas that had the the sons. Dog on it. Yeah, it escapes me right now. But you had the Midwest. You had Farhat. And, and you had, you know, there's nobody. Again, as you well uh 
healed listeners of this show know that we have the holy anointed sheik, the holy anointed sheik, you know, the real sheik, not this iron sheik, whatever crap that was. Uh, the real sheik, because the real sheik, and they did so much stuff, and and really he kept in character. I mean, even in and out, you know, you'd see Mr. Farhat walking around the Great Scott, and and he wouldn't blow character. He wouldn't, you know, talk English or anything. And we all are going, okay, dude, you only live a couple of houses down, okay. But it was cool, and it was fun, and you knew who the good guys were, and you knew who the bad guys were. The The thing that we were talking about in uh, pre-production today was, you know, the stuff that's over there at um, WWE, it's so homogenized, we don't care anymore. You know, there's more talking, it's, you know, it's more talking, and then you wait for the commercial, and then you get a three-second match. There is no yay, there is no boo. What are you going to do with the Viper? You know, are you a good guy today? You a bad guy today? We don't care. You, you're, everybody's a big tattooed white guy. Snooze. Now, that that is so next, next, next. I mean, the women were a good idea, you know, to bring that kind of wrestling in. And we better have over at Clash Wrestling because it's part of our, our, our credo that we have to do here is that if you got guys, you better have women there wrestling there. So... We're just going to tell Jeremy, look, dude, you better scrape up some chick. <laughs> yeah, that works. Anyways, however, um, women wrestling is a little bit harder, too, because you have so much more that you got to, you know, deal with on that level. And it's not because of the performance or nothing, but there is the fans sometimes. However, uh, we're looking forward to this. I mean, we really are. We know that our season begins, like we said, on a dagger. And then we don't come back home until October. So this is going to be our first and last time that we get get to yay and boo. And, and you know, hopefully they don't have all kinds of, uh, I was going to say all kinds of hokey things under the ring. <sighs> guys, that's so worn. I mean, not for the Clash guys, but for, for the WWE guys, that's so worn. And we could stand up and tell Vince, look, Vince, we know that you're getting old because your brain got smooth and your creative is awful. It really is awful. You you don't have anybody for the fans to get into. If you want to do the whole thing about, you, know, you could bring back the Samoans, really. The Uzos, okay, who cares? It, it, it's a huge who cares. We like wrestling and, you know, and, and we like it when, the performers are, I guess, are up and coming. I mean, this isn't kind of like double-A ball or single-A ball if it was baseball. These guys really are going for it. You know, they could go anywhere depending if they got a lucky break or not. So it's up to us, you know, with our hard-earned dollars to go to places like, you know, Clash Wrestling, go to, you know, drive over to Allen Park, support these guys. You know, so they can keep this going. It's not easy, and it's just like I think it was Jeremy that said. You know, you're, these two guys or, or whomever they are, are are taking down the rings themselves. They're putting it up. They're taking it down. Th- this isn't the cushy life. This isn't where they just get to go, like we said, in the limousine and take off. I mean, they're their own roadies, and that can't be fun. So if we support, you know, Clash. And whomever else is out there, but you know these guys seem like they got it all together. How about that? <laughs> A little bit past the break, but we can do it. Hang on, kitties. <laughs> 
live performance Hits of the 60s and 70s iRadio 76 CKIW